fashion is the armor to survive everyday life, which I have a love-hate with that because I do get the intention, right? Fashion is the armor that we get to put on to survive everyday life. But what I don't like about that is it feels really negative. <laughs> I don't want to be in survival mode anymore. I have lived my entire fucking life in survival mode. Style is the courage that I get to wear every day. Hello, Style Nation. Today is a new day. So today is our first ever official episode under the new podcast branding, really just new podcast name, Styled for Life. So true story, I'm actually recording this podcast standing up. So shit, hopefully it works out good. I've never recorded a podcast standing up, but I was thinking, you know, like my husband's a rapper and he makes music and he stands up when he records. And I was like, now maybe I can bounce around a little bit because my fucking energy is high. Plus, you know, I don't want varicose veins when I grow up. So, you know, I got to keep these legs moving. Just joking about the veins, kind of not really. But anyways, um, super pumped to be here. So, so excited. It's our first ever episode, ever, ever, under Style for Life. And wow, what a big, big moment. This November actually will be three years running this podcast. Dude, when you told me back then that I would be running a podcast for three years and it would literally change my whole life, the way I see everything, the way I process my emotions, the way I move. I wouldn't believe you at all. Like I will never forget when the little feelings were starting to pop up and it's like, hmm, I think I like podcasts. You know, I really like podcasts. I think I want to start a podcast. And I will just never forget the very first time I said it out loud. And I just fucking mind blown, dude. It has changed my life so much. So if you get anything out of not just today's episode, but out of any episode ever is go for it. Just follow that thing. There's really no such thing as failing. One of the very first episodes I ever did was about how failure really is an illusion. And it is. And it's not like I'm perfect at failing. I fucking hate failing. Like, hi, anyone that signed up for my workshop a couple of weeks ago couldn't get in because there's a fucking password that I didn't know about that I didn't share with everybody. So yeah, like, I don't like failing either. But I had to pick my fucking face off of the ground and be like, okay, so what did I learn from this experience? Right? And keep going. So styled for life. If you listened to last week's episode, I talked all about what that means to me, what it means for me in my daily life, and what I really see it in. But you guys know, style is so much more than looking good in your clothes. It's about creating that tailor-made lifestyle that you want, that you desire, that's possible for you. To me, style is about creating what's possible and opening my eyes to what's possible, right? That's a really big theme that I'm leaning into in my life right now. And it's actually 
going to be the theme for this month. So this episode, not only is it the first episode under Styled for Life, it's technically, or it is, my June 2022 roundup. You guys know I love a fucking roundup. I've been doing my roundups for months. I think I started that back in 2021 where I'm just round up on my favorite things and we go through the episode and it's just like the thing that keeps me inspired, the things that keep me feeling good, the things that keep me styled for life, right? And when I say styled for life, it's not about just the clothes. It's how am I literally designing, styling, creating, manifesting, insert your word here, my fucking dream life, the life that is possible for me. Not the life that's probable, not the one that everyone's telling me I should do, the expanded version of what's fucking possible for me. That comes up, has been coming up so much for me in my life. So that's what this podcast is about. That's what this episode is about, is really around creating a life that we really fucking desire, like truly. So when I really think about styled for life and what that means for me, I know I went into depth on this in last week's episode, but I was thinking I have a client who was like, what do I tell my friends that you are? And I was like, she's like, stylist doesn't cut it. (laughs) She's like, it's so much more than that. And while I still don't know what that word is, it's really the idea around the lifestyle. To me, style is a tool that helps us get there, right? And when I was thinking about this podcast and the name and literally every week on my calendar is this style sesh where I literally plan out the following week in my life and my business, all of it to how I want to feel, the micro actions I'm going to take, all the things I'm going to do. And to me, that's really how the styling for life came about. If you go back, I don't know what episode it is. I can, I should have pulled this before I hit record, right? But I already told you I'm standing up. (laughs) There's a lot of emotion going in here. I'm going to say like in the 60s, I did a three-part episode on how I plan out my weeks. And even back then, I was calling them my style sessions. It was always there. The word lifestyle and being styled for life has always been there. Like when I go back through my notes over years and years and years and conversations and texts, It's always these two words because it really is so much more than style. It's a fucking lifestyle. How I want to live, creating the life I really want, it's a lifestyle. And everybody's lifestyle is different. But there was this one famous fashion quote, and I don't even remember who the quote is by at this point because I've collected so many fashion quotes. But the reason I don't remember who it's by, honestly, is because the quote has always, like, just irritated me. Like, I understand the intention or the message behind it but it never really sat right with me so I was like what's what I get it but what is it about this that I don't like and how do I make it mine right and when I think of this quote I really kind of think of what being solid for life means to me so that quote is fashion is the armor to survive everyday life which I have a love hate with that because I do get the intention, right? Fashion is the armor that we get to put on to survive everyday life. But what I don't like about that is it feels really negative, right? It feels, it definitely came out of a different generation. It definitely came out of a different time, right? 
I don't want to be in survival mode anymore. I have lived my entire fucking life in survival mode. So I'm not just trying to survive everyday life. It's not about fashion, right? To me, that hits real close to like my relationship with alcohol. Like I'm drinking nonstop, not now, past life, drinking nonstop to survive my everyday life, right? Like to me, that sounds like the negative version of it to me, right? So fashion is the armor to survive everyday life. I think when I think of being styled for life and what that means to me, which essentially is that is style is the courage that I get to wear every day, right? It's my brave face. It's the thing that I remember that I get to do every single day to live the life that I truly fucking desire. My life of expanded possibilities, right? Whenever I adorn my body and that style, that is me, that thing, that is me, that nail polish, that lipstick, that accessory, that shoe that reminds me of who the hell I am, that's my courage for the day to really create the style, not the style, the lifestyle that I desire, right? So that's what today's episode is all about. It's our monthly lifestyle edit, right? We're going to round up all the things that are tailor-made to my life that are rocking my world to inspire you to tailor-make your life. Make it feel good for you. This episode has always been a roundup. It's always been a lifestyle roundup. I've just never had the language there behind it. it. I was still splitting these things up into two different sections. Again, I realize that a lot of this might be in my own mind. Anyways, new podcast, new art. Make sure you're subscribed so it pops up every week when I remember to publish episodes so that you never miss out on an amazing, juicy episode, especially going forward. I feel super, super aligned. And it's just going to be the same, but be juicier, right? Like, I don't really anticipate, like, everything shifting. It's just the next best version of me, right? It's just the next baby step version of me. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And that little joke I slipped in there about when I remember to publish If you do follow along closely, and if you are my email list or follow me on Insta, you saw that last weekend, Memorial Day weekend, was also my daughter's birthday, and I just totally flaked on my podcast. (laughs) Like, I recorded it, I had everything to go, I just needed my husband to do one more thing, and I totally forgot. I just totally forgot to tell him about it. I totally forgot to ask. I totally forgot to follow up. I totally forgot to publish it. Like, I just totally forgot, and I woke up in my hotel room. And at 4 a.m., of course, sweat my balls off because it was hot. We have this whole thing with AC, like, in my house and the hotel rooms I'm staying in. It's definitely a message, and one day I'm going to figure it out. And I woke up at 4 a.m., and on Tuesday, mind you, I have been publishing this podcast. I think in the three years I've done this podcast, I've only missed one episode ever, super intentionally. I think it was, like, a Christmas break or something. And I woke up at 4 a.m. and was like, holy fucking shit, it's Tuesday. (laughs) And I'm in a hotel. I don't have any of, like, did not bring my laptop or anything like that. And I was like, oh, shit. But then I also was, like, really happy and proud of myself because I'm really open and frank on this podcast. And entrepreneurship is 
the journey of self-fucking-development. I mean, I believe every aspect of our life is a reflection of where we are in our self-development. But all my entrepreneur ladies out there, you feel me, right? Like, my business, my podcast is only doing as well as I'm doing. And that's directly correlated. So when I woke up at 4 a.m. and I was like, oh shit, it's Tuesday. I completely forgot to publish my podcast. I was actually really proud of myself because I was like, huh, for once, I'm not overthinking every goddamn decision I make in this business. And I feel like the timing on that is pretty funny because I do feel more confident than ever in my business and in the podcast and my direction and everything. And it's the first time that something like that's ever really just slipped through. Now, also, I do think there's a little bit of like resistance in there because it's a big change and I was really emotional on last week's episode. So let's jump in to this roundup for June 2020. So subscribe to the podcast and one more, sorry, one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, Yeah, so that workshop that I mentioned that I've been talking about nonstop for like the last month, it feels like. So May 25th did the workshop. It was awesome. A couple of people hopped on, but like really no one could get in because for some reason there was eight people that were allowed to get in and then everybody else. And we're going to pretend that everybody else was trying to get in. I know there's at least a handful of people trying to get in, couldn't because for some reason it was asking for a passcode. So I did send out a replay, but I wanted to open this up to my favorite people in the world, my podcast listeners and fans, because this is where it all started. So if you were like me and you're like, oh God, not another free workshop, who the fuck has time for that and didn't sign up for it? Cool. I totally get it. If you were also like me and sometimes sign up for a lot of shit and then I'm like, not really going to watch the replay cool. Totally get it. Me too. It was really fun though. Um, I think that all of my workshops presentations are fun, but it was super simple to the point. But what I really wanted to open up to this group, I'm more than happy to send the replay to you, the style guide to you, or any of the assets to to you from that workshop. But what I really wanted to open up for you guys today As we head into June and we head into summer, I've had this theme in my mind. I've had really big clarity, which is what today's meat of the podcast is about, is around like really going after shit I want and stop being fucking scared of it and the stories I tell myself in my head. And really that bucket list, creating that bucket list. Every summer, not every summer, the last two summers, my family and I have created summer bucket lists. My husband and I have been really been focusing on big bucket list items that we've been putting off for years. And most of it was just like ignorance around not knowing. When I say ignorance, like ignorance is bliss, right? Like not knowing what the thing was and being too scared to just take the fucking time to do the research so that we had the knowledge at hand. So this theme around bucket list has been coming up for me. And I wanted to open that up to anybody who was like, A, great, I'm so glad you're doing a free workshop, but I'm not going to attend it. But if getting styled, up-leveling your style, feeling confident in your body, going after that one big hairy goal in your life that's scaring the shit out of you, 
and you feel like if I could just master this wardrobe and if I could just feel good in my body every day exactly where I'm at with the clothes that I have now, I would love to get styled, but I'm so fucking scared to do it. I just wanted to extend some of the workshop bonuses that I offered to the ladies in that workshop for the whole month of June. Because for the month of June, I really want to focus on summer styles and that summer style bucket list. So the offer was anyone who signed up for my signature styling package, two-month, one-on-one immersion, teaching you exactly what to wear for your body, where to shop for it, how to style it to make you feel amazing, basically train you to be the stylist for those two months. I was throwing in some juicy bonuses that I feel like are super amazing. And I actually collaborated with some really good other amazing women on this. So if you've been thinking about getting styling, but you're like, ah, I don't know, and you want to add it onto your summer bucket list, here's some juicy bonuses that I have for the month of June that maybe will finally get you to be like, you know what? Yes, I'm fucking doing this. So the two-month one-on-one immersion, one of the bonuses is an extra 30 days with me as a stylist on call. So we'll go through everything together. And then when our time is over, you get a bonus 30 days access to me, ask me anything on the rest of your styling questions. As you continue to shop, as you continue to put together new outfits, as you come across any fashion 911s over those 30 days. And yes, I said fashion 911s. The invite to a last minute party, networking event, wedding, whatever, and you just don't know what to wear. Bonus number one. Bonus number two is a personalized makeup and hair color analysis. So we do the full color analysis, right? But I've really leaned in. I have someone helping me. So I got a little bit of capacity and we've really come together with a really detailed personalized makeup and hair color recommendations based on you and your color palette from two beauty let's see, obsessed experts, right? So we'll put together that personalized makeup and hair color palette for you. Third bonus is any client of mine is automatically added into my quarterly style squad calls. So for the month of June, we're going to pick back up on our quarterly calls and we're doing travel capsule packing, have a fling with fashion where I'll be going through and giving my ladies all the fashion tips, style tips for packing to get ready for their summer travels. And then last but not least, one of the ones I'm so pumped about for the bonus for the signature styling session is free nutrition coaching with my own nutritionist coach. Because her and I were talking and she was like, okay, hot mom summer, but what about healthy mom summer? And I was like, okay. And plus, let's be honest, these two things go hand in hand. I've never had someone hop on the phone with me and say, you know what? I fucking love my body. Now, towards the end of our time together and some of our conversations, you know, we both learn a lot from each other as we're co-creating. And that conversation definitely fucking shifts. But, you know it's a journey. All of us are on this journey around learning to love our bodies. And for me, I've been super open and apparent with my overwhelm around food. So free bonus session. So if you are interested in signing up for that signature program and any of those, you get all of those, but if any of those juicy bonuses sound good to you, I'm opening those up for the whole month of June, because I think it's a really big summer style bucket list. Like, Fucking yes. 
and summertime kicks up a lot of body stuff. I'm right there with you, okay? I just spend the weekend at a water park, right there with you. Anyways, if this sounds amazing, and you're like, yes, Katie, I've been listening to the pod and I'm ready to go. Now's the time to pull the trigger. It's my birthday. I want to sign up. I want to do this for myself. You can always go ahead and book that call to see if it's really a good fit. Me and you on the phone, katiejuststyle.com backslash contact, or just hit me up on Insta and the DMs and we can take it from there at Katie Allen Stylist. Super juicy. I just feel called to open that up for the month of June because like I said, doing things outside of my comfort zone and like really peeling back the later layers to see that it's actually not that scary is one of my goals for the summer on so, excuse me, on so many levels. So back to our monthly roundup, like legit for real. This month on the pod, super excited. So style for life. We're here. We're doing this. I got two amazing interviews for you guys. This, I got tons of really good interviews coming this summer. It's going to be so juicy. Some of my fucking favorite people on the planet are going to be back on the show for second round episodes. You're going to love it. It's going to be really good. But for the month of June, I have other fun people as well. So I have Enneagram expert Erin Bowdy on the show. I did an Enneagram reading with her. It was really awesome. I'm at Enneagram 3. In case you were wondering, we talk all about it. We talk all about how to type, where to get typed, what that means, how to use it, how to use it to uncover and unlock pieces of your true identity. Like, is this really you or is this a behavior that you've learned? And you guys know, like, that's my jam. I talked all about identity shifts a couple episodes back around, you know, our current identity, our ideal identity, like our best self. And when those two things just don't feel like they're anywhere near each other, we get this really big rub. And of course, I think that dressing for that version of ourselves, stepping into that energy, super fucking cliche, dress for the job you want, dress for the life you want, not just the job, dress for all of those things you desire, right? Like, why did we always just put it in this one bucket of the job that you want? Dress for the fucking life you want. Dress for how you want to feel. So bringing Aaron on to talk about that in Enneagram. Then I'm bringing on Carrie Gavin, the possibility dealer. So she's a coach who focuses on rebel entrepreneurs. So I like to call that creative entrepreneurs. But what I really liked about her, for anyone who's listening that's not an entrepreneur, is it's the journey against going against the grain and trusting yourself and knowing that you're worthy of going against the grain no matter what. And we talk a lot a bit about the possibilities of things. And that's just been a theme that keeps coming up for me. It's like, what's possible for me? Like, because possibilities are endless, right? We've heard that another cliche over and over, but we don't ever really take advantage of it, right? My husband and I have been having that conversation a lot. Like we have a full-blown man teenager living in our house who is three inches taller than me, three pounds heavier than me. Like he's a full-ass adult, like feels like to me, right? Like mentally, yes, I get he's got some growing to do. Physically, this child is bigger than me, right? And we've been talking about what does that mean in our family and what's possible for us? Because we refuse to subscribe 
to the idea that a once he moves out he's just like never coming back and we're never gonna do family stuff together again and b that we're about to enter the worst years of our life with him because i just don't believe that at all like that kid is special and we can have a special family relationship so what are those possibilities so super exciting guest on the show this month so make sure that you stay tuned and now I would like to open up the floor for a little celebration. I started my podcast. I don't think I really did this on the podcast so much as I had a private Facebook group. I guess I still technically have it. I've completely abandoned it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, for anyone who's listening that might still be in there, I used to do this thing called Fuck Yeah Friday. And every Friday, I was really, really intentional around celebrating myself. And I feel like I've brought that up a lot on the podcast in the last probably couple months. But I've really moved away from that. And to me, fucking celebrating your wins is a big part of styling your life. So I wanted to make sure that on the roundups, I called out some celebrations that are happening in my life and also not to just like toot my own horn but to remind you to toot yours take my celebration wins and think about what your wins are i want you to pause for a moment even if you pause the show as long as you come back to it and think about reflect for two minutes like what did I accomplish today, this week, whatever? Like today that I'm recording this podcast, shit, I've been knocking out my to-do list like dominoes. And yeah, for all my overthinker type A Enneagram 3s, you feel me, you know I'm feeling good. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like day eight on my cycle. So my estrogen is like pumping up and I'm like, I can fucking take on the world. I could do anything. Maybe I should have fucking sat down for this episode. I think standing up is giving me too much energy. (laughs) Anyways, take pause to celebrate yourself. I think it's a really, really big, I don't want to say miss. I think it's a really big miss that I don't do it. And I I got away from it because everything I just said to you, like I love knocking out a good to-do list, but then I never circle back around and celebrate those things. And I really want to come back to that. So two things that I'm celebrating this month. One's personal. It's my wedding anniversary. So by the time this airs, my wedding anniversary would have already passed. But 16 years married um, is definitely a fucking celebration. And not that our marriage has been terrible by any means, but marriage is never easy. And it's hard to build a life with someone, especially when... You know, society, like, doesn't always let people, like, choose what they want to do and what they want to be. And it's, you know, it's hard to, like, constantly create space for someone else to grow and stay connected. But I have to say that I think we fucking do a bang-up job of it. And I'm super proud. And plus, he edits my podcast, so he's probably going to hear this. So, happy anniversary to you. I'm super proud of us. Second thing I'm celebrating, I've talked about it a little bit, but you know, I really actually want to celebrate it. Back in February, coming out of winter, you know, I was not in my right mind. I really do not enjoy winter, but coming out of winter, I signed up for a new certification, a new um, global styling certification through the Global Style Academy. 
and I finished it. And I want to celebrate it because, God damn it, I learned a ton and I am a much better stylist because of it. But it was not easy. And like I was doing major homework <laughs> every week and showing up on three calls a week. And it was a lot. And it was so much more than I bargained for in the best way. And like, it was also a lot of work at the same time. It's, it was like having kids. It's like the best and worst thing that happened to you. You were like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's changing my life. I would do it 10 more times. Well, maybe not 10, three more times. But also, why am I so busy? It was just like that. But I've officially finished, graduated, and I'm really proud of myself because I went to fashion school over 20 years ago and a lot's changed. And anytime you invest in yourself and you commit yourself financially, energetically, and with that amount of time, you should fucking celebrate it. So yay, I'm officially certified. So super pumped about that. So I know I've been talking about the theme of this podcast basically through this whole section and we're like fucking 30 minutes in and I've talked about so many different things. But the theme for this month of July for me, I mean June, is focusing on what is possible and my dreams and how do I get there? What is my bucket list? Like summers are always a good time, I think, to do bucket lists, right? Because it's a big season change but what's on my bucket list and how the fuck do I baby step it to get there? And I think that we can get there quickly and I think we can definitely hit some things quickly, but never if you just attack it on, like I'll give you one of the examples for us. We're going to go to Italy. That is the most overwhelming, scary thing I can think of. And some of you are probably like, oh, that's easy. You just do this. You just do that. Now, if you are one of those people uh, DM me at Katie Allen Stylist because planning travel for my family literally overwhelms me. It's second next to food. I'll tell you why. One, well, my kids just now I feel like are starting to get old enough to travel well. Two, it's not that I mind spending the money. Of course, it always comes back to money, but I want it to be worth the money. I do not want to shell out thousands of dollars be in a foreign country and say, wish we would have did this, wish we would have stayed there, wish we would have did this. And I'm not saying I can't imagine a version of Italy that's going to be terrible. And I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't want to have a fuck ton of regrets, right? So it like, really overwhelms me because I want it to be amazing. I've had this experience in my life a couple of times where I've done something and it has been amazing. And then I've done it again a second time and I've outgrown it. And that scares the shit out of me. And I know that about myself. So obviously, I haven't outgrown Italy. I've never been. <laughs> and I think in a past life, I lived there. Um, different story. But I really want to go. So how I'm approaching that is just baby stepping it, right? Like, what are the key baby steps? Leaning into it, really finding out how much it costs. Because of course, in my mind, I have this story around how much this is going to cost. I have no fucking idea. I have no fucking idea. That happens for me a lot. Like I have all these big dreams. I'm like, oh, I want to get a pool and I want to have a boat and I want to do all these things. I have no fucking idea how to do these things, how much they cost, what my hurdles are, any of these things. But in my mind, I've made them up so big. And those are just physical, tangible examples. Of course, there's tons of examples. But nothing is as scary as it seems if you just do the research, baby step it, and last but not least, fucking prioritize it. 
that's one thing I've learned, even doing what I do, we know how to do almost all of these things, right? All of these things with a little bit of research, a little baby stepping breakdown action plan, which I'm actually really fucking good at. If I prioritize it, I can literally do anything I want. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've run into with myself, with my clients, with my friends, my family is especially around women. And I know that's like a blanket statement, but we tend, again, very generalized to be like the nurturer, right? Which means we're not always good at prioritizing and doing the things that we want to do for ourselves. For me, that comes up as boundaries. So prioritizing to me is creating the time to do it and then sticking to it. Then my other second piece to that is holding the boundary around that time that I actually created to do it like just today, literally like 30 minutes ago. One of my clients was like, well, what about this Friday? And I was like, I look at my calendar and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I've blocked off the next 11 Fridays for summer Fridays with my kids. I've never been able to do that because I've always had a job. And then let's be honest, last couple of years, it was pandemic and my business was so new. Like the thought of like blocking off a whole day, like literally scared the shit out of me, but I had to get really real with myself around what are the possibilities of my life. I can do this. This is why I worked for this. But then it wasn't just that. It was (laughs) holding that boundary. And I said, this is really uncomfortable for me. Love you to death, but I can't do it on Sorry, I can't, my Instacart keeps going off on my phone and it's distracting me. I can't do Fridays, right? So she was like, good for fucking you. And that's the other thing I've learned around holding boundaries and prioritizing things is that another story that we tell ourselves around the possibilities of our life is all the other people that won't like it, right? We so do that. And I see that just with clothes, right? Like I can't wear something because so-and-so is going to comment and so-and-so is going to do this, you know? And I was talking to another client. She's like, just every time I wear something that I really want to wear, speaking of possibilities, somebody's like, where are you going? You're so dressed up. And I flipped it around her and I was like, okay, so the possibility is here is I want to wear this thing I want to wear. And this comes up for so many people, including myself, but I always have this running story in my head around what other people are going to think, right? Whether it's the summer Friday boundary, whether it's prioritizing this trip to Italy, saying it out loud, whatever the thing is, right? We're constantly worried about what other people think. And she was telling me, she was like, you know, I'm just worried that I'm going to show up and someone's going to say, where are you going? Why are you so fancy? Blah, blah, blah. And I get that. A lot of people say that. And that shit is annoying. I, I know. I know. But I just said to her, I was like, you know, I'm going to generalize here again. I don't think men do that. <laughs> like, I just don't think when Jim is picking up his kids in the pickup line that fucking Marcus is like, hey, why are you so dressed up, dude? No, he's not. He's fucking picking up his kids and going home, right? He's not. He's worried about himself and no one else, right? So funny. And we were laughing our asses off because I do the shit too, right? Like every time I'm working with someone, it's a big collaboration. It's a big co-creation. We're both learning so much about ourselves. And that's why that work is so fun and so important. So we've got to stop worrying so much about what other people think. And we've got to lean into what's possible for us, right? 
And it's the narratives, it's the constant narratives. Like, let's take it away from style for a minute and go back to the teenager reference. Everyone said, having a teenager is going to be so fucking hard. They're going to do this. They're going to do this. And I've said, like, I'm not, I'm not accepting that. I am not available for that life. What can I do to make sure that doesn't happen, right? I've prioritized it in my household. I've created little plans. My husband and I have talked. We've talked to him. You know, we've done all these different things because it's something important to me. Now, I don't constantly advertise it this because yes, there are people in my life who are just like, cannot even begin to wrap their head around this or subscribe to this. But at the same time, if someone asks me, I'm not going to lie to them either, right? I've got to think about what's possible for me. What's one thing that I'm doing that's on my summer style bucket list is definitely going to be leaning into these cutouts. So I will have to say, since I've been doing styling for the last couple of years and really getting deeper and deeper into it. Like I said, the co-creating and the collaborating and like I'm always learning. If you're always a teacher, you're always a student, right? Like I'm always learning. It's, I have more confidence than ever in my body and all the things that I am saying, doing, you know, trying to support people in, I also always try to do them for myself first. And for me, it's really around loving my body and my stretch marks. So what does that mean? I actually took a picture of myself in my bathing suit the other day and sent it to a friend and was like, shit, I don't even hate this picture that bad. So I want to lean into cutouts. I'm fucking loving cutouts, like the cutout styles on the dresses and the shirts, especially the dresses. I love them and I want to be more comfortable wearing them. Two things here. A, my stretch marks really, really bother me. But B, here's another big possibility dealer for me. Am I too old to wear this? You guys know I'm not subscribing to that. There's no such thing as being too old to shop somewhere, wear something, do something. Who the fuck said that you have to? Like, who's the day? Please tell me who's day, right? Like, that's another part of that. You know, Jim and Marcus are picking up their kids. Is Jim thinking, oh, look at Marcus's shirts. Like, um, he's too old to be wearing those. Absolutely not. He's not thinking that. He is living his best life, right? That's what living your best life really, really means. So for me, it's a, definitely the cutouts. I want to do that. I want to feel good. I feel really confident in my life right now. I feel really confident in my body. None of this stuff is perfect. It's just I feel a confidence level I haven't felt in fucking years. I feel like I'm finally rebuilding my identity or understanding my true identity after separating from my ego back in 2020 when I lost my job. That shit's been what is it like ripple affecting in my life literally since it's happened and it's taken about two years. I mean, that was 11 years of my life, right? My whole life was built around it. I've had to figure out who I am and leaning into my clothes and tapping into my style has absolutely helped me do that. So if you see this hot mama out wearing dresses with some cutouts and some shirts, that's one of my big summer style bucket list items. And then the next one, it's pretty simple. It's fucking shorts. I hate shorts. A lot of women struggle with shorts, but I haven't. I have and I haven't. One, I've gained weight. <laughs> I know what styles of shorts actually look good on me, but I've gained my COVID-20. I haven't lost it. Haven't even really begun to lose it. But I deserve to feel comfortable in my body now. And in Virginia, it's 95 degrees and I'm recording this right now. I deserve to wear shorts if I want. 
And I'm going to, and I'm going to, I've bought some, I'm going to wear them. I have my thigh glide ready. People be joking me, but I'm serious. These thighs, they be out here trying to start forest fires. Okay. Put your thigh glide on. It's like deodorant for your thighs. They won't rub together. You know what I'm talking about. And that's another one of my summer style bucket lists is letting myself wear these things and be comfortable in these things and style these things in a way that makes me feel good in my body all the time, no matter what I'm doing. I'm so fucking excited for it. Next up on my possibility, not my possibilities list, just next up on the monthly roundup, I wanted to share a skincare product with you guys that's been rocking my world. So I feel like I've deviated a little bit from my obsessed happy list that I've always thrown in my monthly roundups because I knew I was going through the brand rechange and, you know, really just kind of figuring out what felt good and what felt authentic to me. But this lifestyle edit roundup has always worked for me. It's always been amazing. I love to share all these little pieces of my life from all the different angles. And I've always been beauty obsessed, beauty product obsessed. I've told this story a hundred times. Stop me if you've heard it. I, Katie Allen, have been obsessed with beauty products since the first time I've tried Aquanet hairspray back in, I don't know, third or fourth grade, right? Big, fat, curled bangs, spray some Aquanet, they're flying high. It's mid to late 80s, right? Loving life. That was a day I realized I could take a product off of a shelf and change something or create a desired outcome for what I was looking for, right? Whatever that was. I loved it. It was like the day I realized I could step into a character. Because to me, hair products and makeup, it's like creating that character of how do I want to feel today? I want to feel like an Aquanet badass with big bushy bangs. It's late 80s. And I'm go- that's the look and vibe I'm going for. And I've been obsessed ever since. Now, as I've gotten older... Oh, God, I hate saying that. Now, as I've matured and developed, I have really begun to enjoy skincare products. Yes, I'm vain. So of course, to prevent and keep my skin looking great. But also to me, it's another level of like that is kind of like the self-care for me it's how I relax it makes me feel good I try to buy really high quality products so there's an investment piece there too right makes me uncomfortable but it makes me feel good that I'm putting good quality products on my skin and it's part of my like nighttime wind down routine right and a little always goes a long way so one thing that I've been obsessing with I've talked about this before I think on last week's episode when I was talking about hey, how I'm um, monetizing the podcast. I don't think I'll ever do a Patreon, but I would love to share products and affiliate links with you guys from my best favorite beauty brands because what's magical about that is it's organic to me. I don't have to share anything I don't want to share ever. I get to pick, hey, do I love this product? Am I using this regularly? Then I get to share it with my podcast listeners because that is the sleepover sister secret, right? So I love this community and sharing and styling. Like I tell all my clients when we hop on the phone, I'm your new high school BFF. Remember your friend that you used to trade clothes with and get dressed with and have so much fun? Now I'm her. That's also why I love this roundup and something I love doing in this roundup is sharing products. And I'm super excited to have the opportunity to do that. And it feels really authentic to me because like I said, I get to pick. So I've been using 
and I'm not exactly how sure how to pronounce it. I've watched two pronounced videos and they both pronounce it slightly different, but Coors Apothecary Wild Rose Night Brightening Sleep Mask. So why I love it. So Coors K O R R E S. And like I said, I will tag it in the show notes if you're interested. I got this in my birch box. I've gotten like, I don't know. I've been birch boxing probably since they came out, like literally in the year 2010. So over hundreds of samples, five samples a month for 10 years. What is that? Like, I don't know. I'm not that good at math. That's why I'm a podcaster. <laughs> I'm joking. So many samples, like 500 fucking samples, right? And a lot of times I don't like them and I throw them away or I gift them or whatever. Give them to other people to try. But I'm obsessed with this night brightening sleep mask for two reasons. One, it smells like roses, like really good roses, expensive roses. I hate cheap smells. Like I hate a cheap lavender and I hate a cheap rose. Really good rose smell. And I have oily skin or feels like I have oily skin. I have acne prone skin. I'm still trying to figure out if I have dry or oily skin. My skin gets oily, but I know there's a lot of, I'm taking this way too far down the rabbit hole. Anyways, (laughs) I have acne prone skin. I fucking love this mask. It's helped me so much. I feel like my skin just feels amazing. It feels hydrated. I'm loving it. I'm definitely buying the full sample now that I've um, sampled it on my birch box. So, and it makes me feel so luxurious when I'm going to bed. That's the word I'm looking. It's so pampering. So when I was talking about self-care, to me, self-care is many things. It's journaling. It's working out. It's being styled. But there is the pampering element to it. And I, for one, fucking love pampering myself because I haven't done it for years. So, Coors Apothecary Wild Rose Sleep Mask. You need it today. I will link it in the show notes or message me on Insta if you're curious about adding that to your obsessed list at Katie Allen Stylist. And before I leave you, I have a style tip for you of the day, and it's going to feed into our focus of the month. So this month, I'm really going to be focusing on traveling. Hello, I've been talking about Italy. How to build your travel capsule, how to travel pack, fun travel, like, you know, hands-free accessories, like all this fun stuff, comfortable shoes that you can wear to travel, but how to really create that capsule. I'll be doing a whole episode on that. Bathing to shopping. I'm going to have an episode on all of this and some content on social, an email about all of this. So make sure you're signed up for all of those as well. So at Katie Allen Stylist, or you can hop on the email over at katiejuststyle.com backslash freebie, download my Sync Your Style freebie, and then you automatically get added to my email list. That's your bonus gift for joining. But fashion tip, style tip that I'd love to leave you with today as we head on into officially fucking summer is white jeans. So for me, white jeans, white shorts are a staple of my summer capsule wardrobe every single year. Yes, I had to buy a new pair because yes, I'm not the same size as I once was. I actually donated my old ones because I'm not going to torture myself with the idea that I'm going to be back in that size because I don't think I'll be in that size for a while, not this season. So I did get myself a brand new pair of white jeans. I'm super pumped. But the one style tip I wanted to remind you guys Always size up on your white denim jeans. White denim 
tends to run smaller than regular denim. So where I've been wearing an eight or a 10 in a lot of my jeans, I've had to go up to a 12. So white jeans tend to run smaller. It's not you, it's the fabric and the way that it's cut. So you want to size up. And my favorite style of white jeans is either a straight leg or a slight, slight flare. So that is your summer style tip for this month of June's monthly roundup. Thank you for coming and being with me on this first episode of Styled for Life. So juicy. I hope you enjoyed it. Reach out. Let me know. If you have any questions, connect with me on Insta, Katie Allen Stylist, or if you're interested in getting hooked up and time to get styled with that signature style and all those fun bonuses that I'm going to extend for the month of June, then just hit me up on the website, schedule a call, katiejuststyled.com backslash contact. We will get connected and get started. Schedule a time on my calendar is going to be wide open because it's summer. Well, not on Fridays. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.